Blog Talk Radio. Sports with the Statman is on the air. Welcome to Sports with the Statman on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host, George Sotopoulos, the Statman, on a Saturday morning, the 24th of June, 2017. It is 10 a.m. in the Eastern. We are live on Blog Talk Radio, coming to you from our authentic invitation home studios in northern New Jersey. We'll be with you for the next 45 minutes, so sit back and enjoy as we take you through the world of sports. A good Saturday morning out there, everybody, and welcome to the show on a uh, beautiful, well, actually, it should become beautiful where you are. If it's raining now, it shouldn't rain all day. It's the last Saturday in June. We are a little more than a week away from July or July 4th, July 4th weekend, which will be a long weekend for a lot of people because uh, July 4th uh, is on a Tuesday, so a lot of people taking that Monday off. Uh, summer is here officially. Welcome to the uh, uh, to the summer season. And baseball is uh, – we're right in the middle of it. You know, in fact, next week is week 13, and at the end of that week, which would be on uh, July the 2nd, that will be the real midpoint of the season, three months down, three months to go in the Major League Baseball season. We are in week 12 now, heading to week 13 on Monday. And uh, we're going to have all the regular installments for you uh, in terms of the weekly best and the, uh, the hot pickups and injuries and uh, also two-star pitchers and, and hitting notes. Uh, also, in Fantasy Focus this week, we give you our mid-season awards. We're going to uh, start off with that uh, as, we, uh, as we get going here on a Saturday morning. Um, and these are just the mid-season awards from a fantasy baseball perspective. So this is kind of weeks one through ten. I wanted to get to it last week. We couldn't get to it. Uh, so uh, we, will, we will start off with that in, uh, in just a moment. Um, of course, uh, the show is on just about every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. In, in July, we'll take our yearly uh, one-week hiatus, which will be in the uh, middle of July. Uh, actually, the third weekend in July. That's uh, what we're going to we're going to skip that week. Uh, but it will be after the All Star break and and, uh, and and all that pomp and circumstance. So um, you can listen to us every Sunday or every every Saturday, I should say. So once in a while, we're on a Sunday. Once in a while, we change the time a little bit just to just to keep you guessing. But you can listen live. The only place to listen live is on our Blog Talk Radio page. Go to BlogTalkRadio.com. Slash Z dash Satman that's T H E dash Satman and we uh, uh, we love you to listen live. You can also listen to the entire podcast, which is 45 minutes in length. You can do that by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, adding us to your playlist on Stitcher, the Smart Radio app. If you have Apple CarPlay, you can listen to us through the Stitcher app right through your uh, stereo speakers. Uh, also, uh, we post all of our audio on Facebook and on Twitter. Go to Facebook, follow us there, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Facebook is at facebook.com slash sports with the stat man. Real easy to remember facebook.com slash sports with the stat man. And on Twitter, we're at Twitter. Uh, we're, we're at G stat man. That's G S T A T M A N. And the website is statmansportsonline.com. Uh, with our fantasy focus this week, we've, we've, uh, you know, of course the first Saturday of every month, we unveil our all stat man team, which we will do next week for the month of June. Uh, but we also try and do some different things, whether it's stock up, stock down. We filled out our uh, all-star ballot from a fantasy perspective a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this week, we're going to look at our mid-season awards in fantasy. And this is mid-season uh, from a fantasy perspective, so the first 10 weeks of the year. And for MVP, 
you look at the numbers, and yes, Paul Goldschmidt had more points, Joey Votto had more points, Charlie Blackman had more fantasy points in the National League than Bryce Harper, but we give it to Bryce Harper uh, as the best hitter so far. Overall, the, the, the most points is by Max Scherzer, and he is our uh, pick so far for the Cy Young. But for Bryce Harper, 320 average, but a 425 on base percentage and a 618 slugging. 17 homers, 51 RBIs. This is as of last week. So his numbers have been solid. And he's put up these kind of numbers before, so you know it's sustainable. Max Scherzer, on the other hand, 8-4, and 2.26 ERA, a .84 whip, and 134 strikeouts in his first 99 and two-thirds innings this year against only 23 walks. He had 330 points, a full 101 points more than Bryce Harper. So Scherzer, easily the Cy Young Award winner in the National League if the season were to end after last week. But in the American League, looking at the, the top guys, Aaron Judge is right there. Aaron Judge is my pick for the first half uh, fantasy baseball MVP and rookie of the year. 240 fantasy points, batting 339, 447 on base, and 713 slugging. You, you looked at Bryce Harper's numbers, you said this was great. Then Aaron Judge's numbers are better in all three categories. Plus, Six more homers. He, has 20, he had 23 as of last week. He now has 25, 52 RBIs, and 60 runs scored, all better than Harper. So Judge has had a better season than Bryce Harper, and Harper has had a very good year. In the American League, the Cy Young uh, pick for me for the first half is Chris Sale of the Red Sox. 312 fantasy points his first year with the Sox. Eight and three, 2.82 ERA, 0.93 whip, 136 strikeouts in 99 innings, and only 18 walks. So his numbers with the exception of ERA and WHIP, are and, and overall fantasy points slightly better than Scherzer. So the two of them are neck and neck, and and similar pitchers in which they strike out, you know, almost one and a half per inning, and they walk. You know, the strikeouts to walk uh, ratio is something like seven to one or eight to one. I mean, that's how that's how good and that's, that's how pinpoint they've both been. They've had great first halves of the year, um, first halves of the fantasy year, I should say. Scherzer in the National League sale, the American League. Uh, rookie of the year, I mentioned Judge, but Cody Bellinger with the Dodgers, you know, at the time I put this together last week, he had 18 home runs. Uh, he had two against the Mets. Uh, so, so those numbers are, um, have, have definitely bumped up, you know, looking at uh, overall uh, players uh, for, the, uh, for, for the year. Um, most home runs uh, would, would be, um, and let, let me pull this information up. Um, most home runs, I believe, is Aaron Judge at uh, – uh, at 25, and next would be Logan Morrison and Cody Bellinger at 22. Uh, so uh, really, really Bellinger near the top right there. He's had four homers in the last week. But when I took these numbers down, he batted 253, the slugging percentage of 612, 18 homers, 40 RBIs, and ISO, which is uh, slugging minus batting average of 359, which is off the charts, and he had 149 fantasy points. Remember, he didn't start in the major leagues. Um, I believe it came up in uh, in early May, um, if if memory serves me correctly. And, and looking at the numbers here, actually April 25th was his debut in San Francisco, and he went one for three. That was when he started. Uh, so, but he is uh, definitely my rookie of the year. And what has been a relatively weak um, rookie class outside of the uh, outside of the top guys has been extremely top heavy. Breakout players of the year. In the American League, I have Justin Smoke of the Blue Jays. Boy, he was a prospect coming up with Texas, never realized his potential, 
and now he's resurfaced with Toronto, and to me, he's been an all-star. 292 average, 594 slugging, 351 on base, 19 homers, 45 RBIs. That's of last week, as of last week. And in the National League, he's injured now, but uh, what a first half for Zach Cozart of the Cincinnati Reds, 179 fantasy points, batting 318, 561 slugging percentage for a shortstop, 15 doubles and five triples and nine homers. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, this is for the first half of the fantasy season. What a, what a solid uh, start to the year for Cozart. It's been a career year for him. Comeback players of the year. In the American League, I actually have Aaron Hicks of the Yankees, 306. Uh, 413 on base, 556 slugging, 10 homers, 36 RBIs, and uh, 15 doubles. And in the National League, a little more of a, you know what, you'd say it was a clear-cut fit, but these are two guys, really, that uh, either one I could see winning it. It will depend on the second half of the year. And that's Ryan Zimmerman of the Nationals and Eric Thames uh, of Milwaukee. Uh, Now, with Zimmerman, 361. Uh, batting average 405 on base 696 slugging and that gets my that gets my vote 19 homers 53 RBIs 19 doubles as well with uh, Thames he's been at a 260 he's hit at a 269 clip 404 on base 609 slugging 19 home runs as well 36 RBIs Zimmerman's had the better all-around season Um, Thames has had an unbelievable comeback year coming back from Korea Uh, Zimmerman was just ineffective in the at the major league level uh, and for manager of the year, uh, even though this really isn't a fantasy category, in the American League, I would give it to A.J. Hinch right now. He has taken the Houston Astros, and they have run away and hidden in the American League West. Paul Molitor gets an honorable mention. It's a hot start for the Twins. They've kind of come back to earth just a little bit. In the National League, it's really a three-manager race between Bud Black of the Colorado Rockies, Tori Lavulo of the Arizona Diamondbacks, both of them trying to battle it out in the National League West, and they're right at the top there. And Craig Council of the Milwaukee Brewers has been over 500 in the Central and leading a mediocre division that includes the, the defending world champions and the Chicago Cubs, the perennial contender, St. Louis Cardinals. So you figure one of those two teams or both of them will get hot and the days at the top for the Brewers will be numbered, but they continue to still lead the division. So between Black, Lavulo, and Council, my edge right now goes to Bud Black of Colorado. Uh, but I could easily see Lavulo win, win the uh, award as well. Uh, so that is where uh, my midseason awards are uh, from, a, from a fantasy perspective. And let me know what you think on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash sports with the Statman and weigh in with your opinion. Or you can tweet me at gstatman. That's G-S-T-A-T-M-A-N. Okay, 10 minutes past the hour. We're going to get back to our regularly scheduled programming with our weekly best looking back on the best of week number 12. And it starts with Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland Indians, who has had a fantastic week, 471, 16 out of 34 for the games of June 17th, Saturday, June 17th to Friday, June 23rd. Two home runs, but also six doubles and two triples uh, with four RBIs, a stolen base, nine runs scored. He had 46 fantasy points, put it all together. Slugging percentage of 941 for Ramirez an OPS of 14.54. At number two, Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers, who mentioned his four home runs, add 11 RBIs to that total, 393 batting average, a slugging percentage of an even 1,000, 28 total bases and 28 at-bats. Also had 11 hits and five doubles. What a week for Cody Bellinger, who's a rookie and who has been absolutely fantastic uh, for the Dodgers, especially with Adrian Gonzalez being on the shelf. 
so often this year. Uh, we mentioned that Bellinger was a 253. He's a 272 now, so his batting average is um, is pointing north. Uh, in terms of uh, fantasy points, he had 43, and that's in second place. In ter- for overall home runs for the week, he was tied for the most with Carlos Gomez of the Rangers, Mike Zunino uh, for the Seattle Mariners. He's the flavor of the week in terms of hot pickups. Matt Adams, uh, who in the past three weeks had more fantasy points than any other hitter in baseball. Uh, Yesel Puig got into a little dust up with the uh, verbal dust up with the Mets as he was crossing as he was rounding the bases ever so slowly, but Bellinger's four home runs as much as any and his RBIs as many as any. Paul Goldschmidt had 11 for the Diamondbacks, so Bellinger is right at the top. Edwin Encarnacion of the Indians, 41 fantasy points, 3.23 average, slugged 6.45, three home runs and nine RBIs. Corey Seager, Bellinger's teammate, at 40 fantasy points as the Dodgers have gone. I believe 23 and eight over their last 31, something crazy, or 27 and eight in their last 35, something crazy. Uh, as they are on an absolute tear right now, they swept the Mets and really just pushed the Mets down to where they they are uh, in sale mode in late June. That's how bad it was for the uh, for the Mets and how and how much the Dodgers just pulverized them this week in LA. Uh, Seager. 500 batting average, 11 for 23 homers, eight RBIs. And, and is there a sophomore jinx for Corey Seager? No. 298 average, 12 homers, and 39 RBIs. Now, those are not the numbers he put up last year. He put up 308, 26, and 72, but he's on pace, mid-20s in homers, RBIs in the 80s. Uh, so his, his uh, counting numbers look to be right there. Uh, his on-base seems, uh, seems to be improving. He is nine walks behind what he had all of last year. So a lot of similarities, batting average a few points less. You know, he batted 308 last year. He's batting 298 now. No sophomore jinx for Corey Seager. He's not the top shortstop in baseball right now, but he is right there. I mean, he's getting hot uh, with, uh, with his solid week. However, he is banged up with, uh, with a hamstring in day-to-day. At number five, the aforementioned Paul Goldschmidt, 440 batting average, 11 for 25, three homers and 11 RBIs. 39 fantasy points for Goldschmidt. The top local, well, that title, that mantle, belongs to Xander Bogarts of the uh, Boston Red Sox, who batted 435 for the week, 10 out of 23, three home runs, eight RBIs. He had not had a lot of home runs this year. Coming into this week, he had two. He has three this week. So he is on a, uh, on a major tear now uh, with, with uh, the power hitting. 325 average, though, for the year now with five home runs and 34 RBIs. Among pitchers, the top pitcher over the last seven days has been Corey Kluber, and he is also our best one-start pitcher. A three-hit shutout, no walks, 11 strikeouts. What a start for Corey Kluber as he uh, dismantled the Baltimore Orioles in a complete game victory on June the 19th as our line of the week, and Kluber has 49 points for the week. J.A. Happ, the number two pitcher in two starts. He had a win and a no decision. 14 strikeouts in 13 of the third innings. 2.70 ERA. No walks. That helps. And both of his starts were quality. Zach Godley of the Arizona Diamondbacks had a win and a no decision. A quality start and a not-so-quality start. 12 and two-thirds innings. 16 strikeouts. 2.84 ERA for the week. Uh, and Chase Anderson from Milwaukee tied for third with Godley at 37 fantasy points. Anderson, 1-0. One no decision in 13 innings, 13 strikeouts, but he had a 3.46 ERA. However, 
His whip was .69, as he only gave up seven hits and walked two in those 13 innings. And at number five, Anderson's teammate with Milwaukee, Jimmy Nelson, who's had a resurgent season this year for the Milwaukee Brewers. Talk about a, a guy who uh, you might want to consider as a comeback player of the year, um, I, or maybe even a breakout. I mean, you, you know, he started uh, being a regular halfway through 2014, hit a 4.95 ERA. In 15, it was 4.12. Last year, 4.62, trending in the wrong direction. This year, he's at an even 3.50. He's 5-4. and four. He's been a hard luck uh, uh, pitcher. More hits than innings, but low walks, and his strikeouts have come up. You know, he, here's a guy who um, was in the 170s in innings pitched and in the 140s in strikeouts. Well, he has 93 Ks and in 90 innings, so he's getting more than a strikeout in inning. And this past week, 18 Ks and in 14 innings. So he has had... Uh, uh, he has had a revelation when it comes to strikeouts. 2.57 ERA, 1.21 whip for the week. That's 36 points. So the top one start pitcher was Kluber. The top reliever, Sean Doolittle of the A's, two saves in three innings. No runs, one hit, no walks, six strikeouts. He had 34 fantasy points. And the top local pitcher, that is Jacob deGrom. In one start, eight innings, no runs, three hits, two walks, six strikeouts. He got the win. And he is uh, really one of the only pitchers that is consistently pitching well for the Mets as their starting pitching woes have been numerous, too much, too much to mention. Uh, but those are the weekly best for week number 12. Okay. Let's, uh, let's turn our attention to injuries and hot pickups. And we're going to do a quick little stock up, stock down as quickly as possible here with 17 after the hour. And of course we still have um, a week 13 notes with two star pitchers hitting notes and, um, uh, we're going to give you as much as we can there. By the way, we were looking at comeback player of the year. What defines a comeback player? A guy who's among the best at his, you know, in the league or at his position, despite being either undrafted or way down on the food chain. I had always, I had always uh, measured that to be anything with an ADP or an average draft position above 150. Uh, that, is, that is my bar at the very least. Well, Ryan Zimmerman's ADP was 354, and out of the and this is according to FantasyPros.com. And out of the top 417 players on this ADP list, Justin Smoke was nowhere to be found. So that tells you both of them. Well, especially in Smoke's case, he was a waiver wire pickup, and Zimmerman was a you know in a 12 team league, 254 means he was a 24 or 354. Excuse me, means he was an end game pick. I mean, he was a 30th round pick. In our league, he was an 18th round pick, uh, I believe. Um, I, and I, I didn't mention, uh, I, I mentioned Smoke as a breakout player. Um, he's, he's definitely, uh, um, I, I, Zimmerman is a comeback player. But you can also call him a breakout player because he was a 30th round pick. In, in terms of Zach Kozart, in, in our house league, the first to third league, he was a 29th round pick. And in, uh, according to Fantasy Pros, his ADP was at 321. Which, um, uh, which is a uh, roughly, I'd say that's about a 27th round pick. So once again, these are guys that are at the top of their positions or among the best in the league, and they have, um, you know, they were either undrafted or they were end game picks. You could say that about Smoke being a waiver wire pick. Cozart and Zimmerman are both end game picks. And in terms of Eric Thames, let's see where he is on this list. 211. Not as much, still above my bar of 150, but 211 is uh, pretty much an 18th round pick. 
which is still, you know, a low pick for a, a you know a very low pick for a guy who is um, near the top of the league, especially in home runs, uh, as as things is, and he had such a tremendous April. Uh, but those he might be a guy you want to sell high on. But regardless, um, all these guys are really late in uh, uh, in your. They were picked very late in your draft, most likely. Okay, let's uh, let's move along here. We have 20 minutes after the hour. We're going to um, go to stock up, stock down, injuries, hot pickups. Stock up for catchers Mike Zunino over the last three weeks. These are numbers that I've put together over the last three weeks. 75 fantasy points. So that's 25 a week. Batting 365, nine home runs, and 28 RBIs. What happened to this guy? Looking at his career numbers, this isn't sustainable. His rookie year in 173 at-bats, 214 average. Then he hit 199 in 131 games, 174 in 112 games, 207 last year in 164 at-bats. This year he's batting 253, which for him is way beyond what he's ever done. Ten home runs, which is uh, he had 22 in 2014 with a 199 average. So his 10 home runs are something he can keep up. The batting average, 253. That's not what you're used to. And he has been amazing. Gary Sanchez, Salvador Perez, Buster Posey, and Brian McCann in uh, the, rest of that, uh, the rest of that top five. Uh, but Zunino is a stock-up guy. Meanwhile, stock-down guy, how about Evan Gaddis? 205 average, 17 fantasy points in the last 21 days. Um, Wellington Castillo, 204 as he's come back from injury, and he has not come back very well. Three homers, seven RBIs, uh, slugging 409, which is good for a catcher, but batting 204, that's, that's uh, not helpful. And Jan Gomes batting 210 uh, in his last 38 at-bats. Injuries for catchers. Francisco Cervelli still on the DL with a concussion. He has been, uh, he's been out. Well, he's been out since uh, June 19th, so he's been out five days. Uh, but um, he... Uh, had post-concussion symptoms. So he suffered the injury in early June. He went on the seven-day DL, came back. Now he's back on the uh, DL. 250 average for him as uh, he has struggled uh, for for the Pirates and uh, struggled staying healthy as well. And among uh, other catchers, that's pretty much it in terms of the DL, day-to-day injuries for Yadier Molina and Austin Hedges. But if you're looking for Players to pick up, Mike Zanino is available in medium-sized leagues. Also, Wilson, Wilson Ramos, very close, or Wilson Ramos, I should say. He has come back now for Tampa, or he will be activated today. So he has come back officially, uh, and he will play his first game most likely today. In deep leagues, Manny Pena of Milwaukee and Martin Maldonado of the Angels, and in shallow leagues, Alex Avila of Detroit. All right, let's, uh, let's look now. At, uh, at first baseman and the lay of the land there. We talked about how, uh, how solid uh, Bellinger has been. Matt Adams, as we mentioned uh, before, the, uh, the best at first base over the last three weeks. Uh, so he is definitely stocked up. 342 average, 10 homers, 25 RBIs, slugging 756. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion is second. Cody Bellinger is third. Actually, both of them are tied for, uh, for second place. Uh, we give it to Bellinger because his OPS is slightly higher at uh, 12.06 compared to Edward Encarnacion's uh, 11.82. Joey Votto, Anthony Rizzo rounding up the top five, but Adams is the guy that surprises you on this list as he has taken over from Freddie Freeman at first base. He was acquired by the Braves from the Cardinals. What a dynamite move that was. 
is he's batting 297, 13 homers, 38 RBIs. He has been so good that Freddie Freeman has said when he gets healthy, he wants to come back before the All-Star break, he wants to play third base. He's willing to play third base because Adams has been so good and so vital in that lineup for the Braves. How about that? Talk about Freeman being a, uh, being a team player. But Matt Adams, the pride of Phillipsburg, Pennsylvania, is uh, the best first baseman over the last three weeks in fantasy baseball. Also another stock up, Logan Morrison. Seven homers, 18 RBIs in the last three weeks. 270 batting average for the year now. He's at 250, but 22 homers and 54 RBIs. He has had an amazing power year. Uh, he had 23 in a year in 2011 with the Marlins. He has one off his career mark. He is on pace, hit over 40 home runs, which is crazy. Uh, but Logan Morrison is having a huge comeback year. We didn't mention him. We mentioned Zimmerman and Thames. And, of course, in the American League, we, uh, uh, we, we also uh, mentioned Aaron Hicks. But you know what? Logan Morrison is as good of an option as Hicks for uh, a comeback player of the year. Not uh, Guys who are at the, at the low point, um, and let's say guys who aren't hurt at this point, um, how about uh, Joe Maurer, 226 average, no homers, six RBIs, four doubles um, in two weeks. Those are the only extra base hits he's had at this point. Uh, also, Joey Gallo, yeah, he has three home runs, but one of them was an inside the parker, but he's batting 155 in the last three weeks. And that's the problem you get with Joey Gallo. He has Mike Zanino disease. Uh, Gallo, 24 strikeouts in 58 at-bats. That's even worse than Zanino. Maybe Zanino has Gallo disease. Who knows? But 19 fantasy points in three weeks is not going to get it done uh, for, for a starting fantasy player. Uh, injuries at first base. Freddie Freeman, we talked about him and his wrist injury. Greg Bird still down with that ankle injury. Uh, may resume baseball activities this weekend. Chris Davis, coming back from an oblique, gets a platelet-rich plasma injection this past week, uh, trying to get him uh, back faster. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that works. And Adrian Gonzalez with a back injury. All-star break is the, um, uh, is the prognosis for his return back uh, from injury. Bellinger doing just fine at first base. So really no need to rush back if you're the Dodgers. They're playing so well with the, with the group that they have. No need to, uh, uh, to rush him back. Uh, in terms of hot pickups, Matt Adams in shallow leagues, uh, Logan Morrison in shallow leagues as well. In medium-sized leagues, Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles. Um, he has batted 317 with 12 homers and 40 RBIs. Uh, he qualifies at first base and the outfield. Uh, so he is, uh, he's played really well, and he's on, uh, you know, he, in his last uh, four games, he is 7 for 15 with a couple RBIs. So he's not even, you know, even when he's not hitting home runs, he's still getting on base. He's still getting base hits. Uh, if you're looking for a deep league option, let's give you uh, Tyler Austin of the Yankees. There are uh, uh, rumors that he's going to be called up today as Chris Carter's not getting the job done at first base, and Greg Bird is still hurt, as we mentioned, but Austin may be called up from AAA. Uh, Chris Carter was DFA'd. He was designated for assignment uh, after a terrible game last night. Austin, 292, 552 slugging, 16 extra base hits at AAA. So Tyler Austin, 25-year-old, is going to get his uh, another chance with the Yankees last year in 31 games, about a 241, but he did crank five home runs at 12 RBI. So a bleed option, Tyler Austin for uh, the Yankees 
that is a chance there. Okay, on to second base. And uh, Jose, uh, Jose Ramirez qualifies there, but he's mainly a third baseman. Anthony Rizzo qualifies there, but he's mainly a first baseman. So the first natural second baseman on this list is Daniel Murphy at 72 fantasy points. Uh, followed by Ian Kinsler, Jonathan Scope, Jose Altuve, Brandon Phillips. Well, I got to say the two most surprising names on this are Jonathan Scope and Brandon Phillips. Scope is uh, a I, I put him in the in the teens in terms of second baseman in the league, but he's the third best second baseman over the la- over the last three weeks. Three thirty eight average, six seventy six slugging, six homers, and nineteen RBIs. His six home runs are tied for third behind Ian Happ and Scooter Jeanette. Uh, from the last three weeks. And in RBIs, only Jeanette's 20 is better than Scope. And remember, Jeanette had that four-home run game. So you take that one game out, Scope's right is, is at the top. Brandon Phillips of the Braves, everyone talked about his career being on the decline. Well, he's batted 337 for the last three weeks with three homers and 10 RBIs. Betting 303 playing every day for the Braves in their new ballpark, six homers and 26 RBIs. Stopped down for second baseman, Taylor Motter. Uh, Logan Forsythe, 175 and 57 at bats since coming back from injury. Ben Zobrist on the DL, 143 average uh, before then, and uh, really not not a very good uh, uh, good play by any of these guys, uh, unfortunately. Uh, injuries for second baseman, Jan Hervis Solarte with an oblique injury should be coming back in July. It is a one uh, well at some point in July. It's an oblique injury. That could take a little while to come back. Ben Zobrist with his wrist injury, he may be coming back shortly. He will need a rehab assignment, however, before he does come back from the disabled list. Uh, so uh, looking like he will come back in uh, at least a week. By the way, the live feed cutting out. We still have plenty to get to here on uh, This Week in Fantasy Sports. Glad you could be with us on a beautiful Saturday morning. You can listen to the entire podcast by subscribing to it on iTunes, on Stitcher, the smart radio app. And you can link to our audio on Facebook or on Twitter. Go to facebook.com slash sports with the Statman. Like us there or follow us on Twitter uh, at G-Statman. That's G-S-T-A-T-M-A-N. And the website is statmansportsonline.com. Whatever we don't finish, we will try and get up for you by Monday uh, on the website. Okay, second baseman, injuries. We talked about Solarte and Zobrist. How about Jonathan VR with a back issue? Brad Miller with a groin. Both of them are nagging injuries, and hopefully they'll come back in a week or so. Devin Travis on the DL again with a knee, but he was moved to the 60-day DL, and uh, he may be out for the rest of the year with that knee injury. Unfortunate because he was hitting extremely well. Batting two, well, he was batting 260, five home runs and 24 RBIs, but if you look at his numbers, um, you know, he had his best week in week seven with 30 fantasy points. Week eight, he had 21. Week nine, he had, uh, week nine, he had 12. And then he goes on the DL, and he's basically potentially done for the year. Uh, Cesar Hernandez on the DL with an oblique, looking to get back by the end of July. It's a six-week injury, and he is in week, uh, basically week three of that injury or entering week three. Fulton Wong with a tricep issue. Neil Walker hoping to come back around the All-Star break uh, with his hamstring issue uh, as, uh, uh, as Drupal Cabrera is playing second base right now, as Jose Reyes is now moved over to short because of Cabrera's defensive shortcomings and Cabrera is demanding a trade. He might be out of there by the time Walker gets back. Walker batting 270, nine homers and 33 RBIs. Eric Sogard is day to day. Howie Kendrick day to day, but those are the main, the main uh, injuries for the second baseman. In terms of hot pickups, 
Chris, Chris Taylor is still at the top of the list in uh, shallow leagues. Ian Happ as well, Brendan Drury. Uh, but in deep leagues, you have uh, uh, Eric Sogard, Paul DeJean of the St. Louis Cardinals, 4% uh, ownership there. He has five homers and 72 at-bats, batting 264. And um, Colton Wong's on the DL, which is giving DeJean some playing time at second base. And uh, that is an intriguing deep league pick. Also, Scooter Jeanette uh, is uh, still available in four-fifths of CBSSports.com leagues despite hitting 10 home runs from the second base position. So he is another deep league option there. Uh, Looking at uh, uh, stock up, stock down for third baseman, uh, let's let's take a look and, and see where we are. We're, we are not going to do – we're just going to do third baseman and shortstop. We're going to leave the outfield and, this, and the pitching to another day. But among third baseman, Jose Ramirez, Matt Carpenter, Travis Shaw, Ryan Healy, and Mike Moustakas. Let's talk about Ryan Healy. He was a guy that kind of burst onto the scene last year. He was, he was drafted pretty high. He was well-heralded. But he didn't have a lot of data at the major league level to support it because he only batted 305 in 72 games last year, 13 home runs. Well, could he – outdo himself or at least keep up with uh, those numbers. Well, this year, 273 average, not so great. Not as great, 30 points less. But slugging 518, which is right where he did last year at 524, 17 home runs, already four ahead of last year's pace in the same amount of games, 44 RBIs, and uh, really has given you two halves of a full season. And in those, in basically in 155 major league games, now, I'm sorry, 145 major league games. Uh, he has 30 home runs and 70 or 81 RBIs, um, 140 strikeouts, but that's part of the course these days. But Ryan Healy, a top five third baseman over the last three weeks, uh, 295, eight home runs, 20 RBIs. In fact, among home runs, he has the most among third basemen. RBIs, three behind Nolan Arenado, who's an RBI machine. In terms of uh, uh, guys who have disappointed at the third base position. Not too many of them, uh, but Joey Gallo's right there. We mentioned him. And uh, uh, Jed Jerko, 221 average, three homers, 32 fantasy points in his last 68 at bats. That does not help things uh, for injuries among third basemen. Eduardo Nunez on the DL with a hamstring issue, just placed on the DL today. Uh, it's retroactive to June 20th, so he may be back next weekend. Jan Hervis Solarte, we talked about his oblique issue. And for hot pickups among third basemen, let's, uh, let's take a look at some, uh, some options among, uh, among third basemen. Um, in deep leagues, you have Eduardo Escobar, uh, Johan Camargo of Atlanta. He's been playing uh, some third base, uh, batting 283, but no home runs and 60 at-bats. And Matt Davidson, the rookie for the White Sox, uh, 270 average now with 17 home runs and 38 RBIs. He has come on strong lately, three homers in the past week, and he is available in medium-sized leagues. His ownership has gone up from 14 to 30, uh, but he is a rookie and qualifies at third base, 26 years old, 6'3", 230 pounds. Uh, so those are some options. In uh, shallow leagues, of course, Healy and Mustakas are right there, um, but uh, those are the uh, medium-sized ad of uh, Davidson and the deep ad of Escobar. Uh, those are the ones. And, of course, we mentioned Paul DeJong because third base is his natural position. Uh, but those are the hot pickups for third baseman. Short stops. Let's take one final look at our stock up, stock down. Uh, 
and give you shortstops. Corey Seager is the top guy. Andrelton Simmons, 303, two homers, 12 RBIs over the last three weeks. Trey Turner, only 247 for batting average. But what puts him up on this list? 14 stolen bases in his past three weeks. That's five a week, including four in one game. 14 in 17 attempts as well. Eduardo Escobar is under Bogarts, Hernan Perez. Bogarts and Perez tied for fifth with 53 points. Guys, you don't expect to see on this list. Eduardo Escobar, 439 average, three homers and nine RBIs, 25 for 57 with uh, seven extra base hits, 54 fantasy points, ranks fourth among all shortstops. Uh, also, Dansby Swanson, after a terrible start to the year, is ranked seventh in that three-week time frame, 329 average, a homer, 13 RBIs. Uh, guys who are uh, on the lower end of the stock-down list, Troy Tulowitzki, 206, uh, with no homers and two RBIs in his past 63 at-bats. Also, uh, let's talk about, let's see, is there anybody else on this list worse? No, Tulowitzki is just about as bad as, uh, as it has been. Um, really, you know, would you say stock down would be Jose Peraza? Probably. There's a guy who's been built on his speed. He has one stolen base in two attempts. He's only gotten on base, uh, at, you know, at a 257 clip. Not very good. Uh, 23 fantasy points in the last three weeks. Uh, okay. Let's look at injuries for shorts or for shortstops. We've mentioned them all before, most of them before, because they qualified other positions. But Zach Cozart, a quad issue. We talked about him having a, a breakout or actually a comeback year. Um, or no, a breakout year. That's right, breakout year. 320 for him, nine homers, 33 RBIs. We'll begin baseball-related activities this weekend. That is the that is the hope. Glaber Torres in a stash league where you can stash minor leaguers out for the year. The Yankee uh, prospect was hurt sliding uh, headfirst into home plate and dislocated his elbow and needs Tommy John surgery. It's his non-throwing elbow, but still a big problem. And Marcus Semien, a wrist injury, coming back in July. I said Torres dislocated the elbow. No, he, he snapped the tendon and he, and he needs Tommy John surgery. But those are different injuries. Uh, in terms of the hot pickups for shortstops, uh, shallow leagues, Andrelton Simmons. Deep leagues, you have Escobar. We mentioned him before. Uh, how about Jordy Mercer? In medium-sized leagues, Orlando Arcia is uh, available in four-fifths of CBSSports.com leagues. He's a stash candidate, 22 years old, learning on the job in Milwaukee, batting 268 five homers and 23 RBIs. Why is this guy not in at least three quarters of, of CBSSports.com leagues? He's a prospect who's playing at the major league level at the age of 22. And uh, he's, he's in an offensively thin position at shortstop, where it's always been a, uh, uh, a, a thin position. Let's look at injuries for outfielders. Uh, we we uh, look at Michael Brantley, who's been put on the DL with an ankle issue. He is taking batting practice, though, so hopefully it won't keep him out for too long. A.J. Pollock and David Dahl have been on for a while. Dahl's been on all season long. Pollock hopes to restart his rehab assignment on Sunday as he got a little sidetracked coming back from his groin injury. With Dahl, it's worse. No timetable for his return. Uh, that is, You hate to see that written. Uh, Austin Meadows, the uh, Pirates uh, prospect, he is on the minor league DL. Right hamstring strain, so in a keeper league, that is not good. Jason Hayward on uh, the DL with hand injury. And uh, basically, uh, Ryan Braun continues to be out with a calf injury. Manuel Margot, also a calf injury. Jacoby Ellsbury still on the DL with a concussion. Who knows when he'll be back. Yasmani Tomas, groin injury. Jason Worth, toe issue. Uh, so those are the uh, most recent injuries for outfielders. 
uh, hot pickups for outfielders. Let's give you uh, let's give you those. Uh, we uh, talked about guys at other positions. The Cameron Maben in shallow leagues, Carlos Gomez in medium-sized leagues, Ben Gamble in deep leagues, Lonnie Chisenhall also in deep leagues, and uh, th- those are those are the best options uh, for you. Uh, in terms of pitching, let's take a look at uh, injuries. Just the most recent ones: Charlie Morton with his lat injury still. Uh, looking like he, he will, uh, he's continuing his rehab with his second rehab start. You look at the Astros and their and their pitching situation, how they've been how they have been able to hang on and not only hang on but thrive in first place. They have a lot of prospects that helps. AJ Hinch has done a masterful job this year, but they're pitching with Colin McHugh being out all year, Charlie Morton being hurt, uh, you know, uh, Lance McCullers being on the DL, um, you know, for for. For parts of the year, Dallas Keuchel has come back. That's been a huge, um, huge positive for them. Uh, but still, they've had a lot of injuries to their starting pitching staff. Julio Arias for the Dodgers out for the season with a shoulder injury. He needs shoulder surgery. He's only 20 years old. He was really struggling. He had five starts this year, and he was hurt. Uh, DL stints for Hector Santiago, Danny Salazar, both with shoulder issues. Eduardo Rodriguez of the Red Sox with a knee injury. He's out. Brendan Finnegan. With a shoulder injury, he's been out for a while, but he may, may come back and start Monday. He's been out since mid-April. He's been out two months for the Reds. Carlos Rodon looking to come back. Uh, he came back yesterday, but it was not um, – or actually, I'm sorry, not coming back. He is on a rehab assignment, AAA Charlotte, eight earned runs in four and a third innings. That is not good for Carlos Rodon owners. Matt Shoemaker on the DL with a forearm injury. MRI, no structural damage. That is a positive uh, there. Zach Wheeler, biceps issue. Uh, he really struggled the last two starts, 15 earned runs in three and two-thirds innings, but he may only miss one start, so it doesn't look like it is a major issue. Um, but um, he may start against the Phillies over next weekend at home. Uh, also, Hishasi Lakuma with a shoulder issue, looking to come back in the next couple of weeks. Jared Eikhoff, a back injury. Bud Norris on the DL for the Angels, a knee injury. That opens the door for Cam Bedrosian to come back into the closer position uh, for, the, uh, for the Angels. Hot pickups, Jacob Faria for Tampa, a uh, shallow league option now. Mike Fires as well. Uh, Jason Hamill, a medium-sized, uh, uh, a medium-sized league ad. Nick Pavetta for the Phillies, a deep league ad. How about Pavetta? who has pitched to a 4.46 ERA in eight starts is only one and three and a whip of 1.49. What has made him so- 